Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Mr. Robot. Titled 401 Unauthorized. Alright. We made it. Final season. The beginning of the end of Mr. Robot. And oh boy. Man, when Mr. Robot comes back, it comes back strong. To say that this is an incredible season premiere would be an understatement. This episode, it's an insane start to what I can assure you is an insane final season. Holy crap. Like, this episode opens. And it picks up right where we left off for Angela. Angela's talking to Price, who... It's just been revealed is her father. And she tells Price, I know her project's project works. I've seen it. I know White Rose's project works. I've seen it. And I can shut it down. I can take out her project. And Price is just begging her, please, please. Please don't talk like this. I can't protect you if you keep talking like this. And Angela is just like, no. Stop it. You're 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 panicking right now. Don't get too emotional. Same thing he said to her way back when. I'm not going to run. You should probably leave. And this this interaction, it starts out being very cryptic, but you understand what's being discussed very quickly. As soon as Price walks away, a couple Dark Army goons go to Angela behind him. It's revealed that Price was wearing a wire the entire time. And he pulls it out from under his shirt, and in the background... 
You see these two dark army goons shoot Angela in the head. That's how the season starts. That's how the season starts with one of our main characters, one of the staples of this entire show, getting shot in the head immediately. That's the opening. And then Price gets a call from White Rose. White Rose is doing his slash her typical F you, subtle F you thing. Like, oh, she brought this on herself. And Price is just freaking out at White Rose. And it's just saying, no, you did this. I meant everything I said. You're psychotic. And it just ripping into White Rose. And then White Rose is like, I'm sorry for your loss. And hangs up on him. And then she just casually makes plans to murder Elliot as soon as her project ships to the Congo at the end of the year. Cut to Christmas couple months later, very close to the end of the year, and then we get the title sequence. All of that was before the titles on the first episode of the season. Like, oh my god. <laughs> like, I remember, I remember sitting down like, yay, final season of Mr. Robot. What a lovely time. We're going to sit down and it's going to be great. It's going to be a fun deal. Oh, checking in on Angela. Man, she's gone crazy, hasn't she? Man, this is going to be a very interesting season of Angela having found out that she basically got indoctrinated by an insane cult leader. And now she's going to rebel against the cult with her Father backing her. And man, isn't it going to be weird to see this employer-employee relationship and how it builds out now knowing that he's her father? Man, I cannot wait to see where this plotline goes and how we say goodbye to this character who's always been a central part of the story and will always be a central part of the story. This show can't exist without her because it never has. Man, I can't wait to see. Man, how is this going to unfold? Man, oh, Price is walking away and she's just sitting there. I wonder when they're going to meet again. I wonder how this dynamic's going to play out. Oh, and there's some Dark Army guys. Man, I wonder how she's going to get out of this. Oh my god! She's dead! How? Esmail, why? <laughs> like, I remember that. Like, it's seared into my brain. Jesus Christ, that is the opening. And then that gets followed up with this amazing long sequence with this douchebag lawyer played by Jake Busey. Uh, Freddy is his name. Where, man, throwback to the days where... Elliot just did some simple hacking people. Just simple hacking, low-level douchebags. He sends this lawyer at a holiday party, a USB drive. 
of him getting pleasure from underage girls. And he basically blackmails him into copying his inbox onto a USB. Bringing it to San- Grand Central Station. San Grenchel Station? What? <laughs> Grand Central Station. And you get this big, long, tense cat and mouse game with Jake Busey just going around on the phone. Like, okay, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Please, please don't send that video to anyone. Please don't send that video to F- the FBI. Please don't send it to my wife and kids. Also, like, I I did a lot of coke, man. Like, just walking around Grand Central Station, Mr. Robot guiding him through all of this. Meanwhile, a couple Dark Army goons are trailing Jake Busey the entire time. Because they want to see where he goes and they're suspicious of him. It's amazing. Eventually, Mr. Robot navigates Jake Busey to Elliot. Where he takes the USB, sticks it in, informs Jake Busey, yeah, I'm trying to target the Dark Army. And he's like, what the hell? Why are you doing? Why would you do this? Like, these guys are pure evil if even half the stuff I've seen or heard is true. And he finds, through this paper trail, money being funneled, funneled? What? Money being funneled by White Rose into Cyprus National Bank. And then the Dark Army guys catch up to them again, because even though... Uh, Elliot informed Jake Busey to, like, ditch all of his electronic devices, and he did do that. He neglected this badge, which is Bluetooth-enabled, and therefore can be tracked. So they then, like, run, try and escape from the Dark Army. Elliot calls Jake Busey back, and it's like, okay, we need to meet up again. Uh, you gave me this contact name, I need his address. So, let's meet up and figure and continue this and finish this up. And then Jake Busey realizes, like, I'm on the Dark Army's radar in a bad way now. You can't protect me. And then he pulls out a gun and is like, the exact gun he tried to pull on Elliot before and then Elliot was just like, what are you doing? That's that's the dumbest thing you could possibly do. Don't do that. Like, pulls out that gun. And it's like, please don't send that to my wife and kids. And then shoots himself in the head. So, yeah. That's the first half of the first episode of the final season of Mr. Robot. <laughs> Jesus Christ, so that dude's dead. But they did manage to get the the address for this one name, for this one contact. Now, it's at this point that we should probably talk about the state of Elliot and Mr. Robot, because as this sequence very brilliantly underscored, Elliot and Mr. Robot are working together now. They are working in tandem. And... 
it's really fascinating to see their dynamic and when one switches off for the other, uh, what Elliot handles versus what Mr. Robot handles. Like, there's literally moments where it's just like, Elliot just pieces out and is like, yeah, this is a Mr. Robot problem. And, like, that's just so cleverly handled. But also, a lot of the personas of Elliot and Mr. Robot have somewhat reversed. Because Elliot was sent a reminder of the position he's in, in the form of a picture of Angela's brains blown out. So, needless to say, he's pissed. He is super pissed at White Rose and super pissed at the Dark Army. He is ready to take them down and he is fully leaning into that job and is just completely doubling down on it. By the way, Mr. Robot and Elliot working out of the ruins of Allsafe, (laughs) interestingly enough. But anyway, Elliot's now the one who can only think about his mission, only think about the mission, only think about the mission. And Mr. Robot is the one thinking about the human side of things. He's telling Elliot, like, hey, make sure you're not doing this for the wrong reasons. Like, you're operating on your own anger, and you're shutting down, and you're just not... You're just ignoring any form of humanity. You're just going after White Rose ferociously and recklessly and with no regard for anything else. And, interestingly enough, to demonstrate this shift of Elliot to mission-driven and Mr. Robot to human-driven, Mr. Robot is now our narrator. Mr. Robot is the one who is now narrating the show and is now talking to us, the mythical friend. It's a really fascinating dichotomy. I I love it so, so much. Uh, But... Elliot and Mr. Robot are able to track this dude to that apartment. They go over, knowing nothing. Knowing literally nothing. Because they don't have the time anymore, as Elliot puts it. They rush into the apartment. Going past this weird front desk guy. Like, there's one guy eating Fruity Pebbles... Listening to Don't Worry, Be Happy. There's another guy, like, yelling at his phone. Presumably on FaceTime. It's a weird lobby. But they go into this very empty apartment. Where everything is suspiciously new. And it is suspiciously deserted. There is literally nothing there. Almost as if it was left for the benefit of whoever found and got on the trail of the Dark Army and of Cyprus National Bank. Interesting. Elliot and Mr. Robot are able to put two and two together very quickly. 
But not quick enough, because then two goons come, take Elliot, and drag him out of the building. Now, we'll table that for a second. I want to very quickly talk about some of the stuff going on with supporting characters in this episode. Mainly Dom. Dom has hit rock bottom, to say the least. Uh, She has completely unraveled. She's gotten entirely paranoid after the whole being recruited by the Dark Army against her will thing. She's living with her mother, just vegging out in her PJs all day, pulling guns on random houseworkers. And then this all comes to a head when her mother tries to set her up with this chick, Janice. And they have a very awkward dinner. After which Dom helps Janice carry out leftovers, and they're having a talk at her car. Uh, Apparently Janice is a taxidermist. That's interesting. And Dom's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry about all this. I think my mother tried to set us up. Like, this is awkward, and, like, I'm kinda, like, and Janice is like, yeah, she, she did kinda tell me you're in a bit of a rough patch. And Dom's like, yeah, uh, okay, uh, yeah, it was nice meeting you, and then starts to walk away. And then Janice is like, better get some rest, you have that meeting about the Santiago case in the morning. Sorry, what? You haven't been in in weeks. You've been putting it off. It's starting to look suspicious. Yup. This woman that Dom's mother tried to set her up with is another Dark Army fixer. Basically Lady Irving. So, Janice flat out tells Dom, you better go in and you better start fixing Santiago's mess, or I'm going to go kill your mother. And then she just drives away. Leaving Dom even worse off, somehow, than she was at the end of last season. She is backed into even more of a corner because now she's being told to actually do things for the Dark Army. Now she's actually getting into the weeds. Meanwhile, Darlene's freaking out post-Angela's death. She goes to Elliot insisting that she saw Angela alive. She saw Angela alive. She clearly didn't. Angela's brains were splattered all over the grounds of Price's manner. So yeah, there's that. And then she has this big party going in Angela's vacant apartment and forces everyone out of it when they start rooting through her things and making fun of her and calling her a psycho. And just starts crying over ballet shoes that Angela left behind. She is not well. She is not okay. At all. Also Tyrell 
is fully in his figurehead CTO position, just hating everything. So there's that. And then we get this ending. This fantastic ending. These guys have Elliot prisoner in his apartment. And they shoot him up full of heroin. Make him overdose. And so he's just wriggling around on the floor. No possible hope of survival. You see all the personalities of Elliot, Mr. Robot, the the mother projection, the child projection, all preparing for death. And then, that's it. He's dead. Or is he? Because we got a mid-credit seed. Elliot's getting revived by the same people who just shot him up full of heroin. And then, who walks into the room? But Price. Hmm. Hmm. So, yeah. There's that. That's the start of the season, man. That's how this season starts. That's how this season begins. Wow. (laughs) Just wow. Anyway, if you like that, Favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly by Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 2. Talk to you then.